The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, on the soapbox at six today on the hard shoulder, Barbara Scully is with me, the author and the broadcaster. We had Fergus Finlay with us yesterday. He was talking about groupthink in institutions. Barbara, you believe life begins at 60. Is that right? I don't believe life begins at Just 60. Just a waste of time. <laughs> Zero no, to 60. Never said life Endure begins it. at 60. At 60, you've lived quite a bit of life uh, already. But I do think that as you get older... Uh, life becomes quite a bit sweeter. And it's that's been a surprise to me. I turned 62 last week um, and for the last kind of, I suppose, five or six years, mm. I've been going, nobody told me this would feel as good as it does. Now, when I then looked at a bit of research, apparently there is a thing called the U-curve of happiness and that life is a smile. Okay. So in other words, happiness um, when you're in your kind of 20s, you know, you're, you've left school or college. The world is your oyster. Oh, you're starting great out. Days. You know, the, you're, it's, you're full of like kind of tasting all the adult pleasures of life, shall we say, and your happiness. The hangovers is, aren't as bad. Yes. No, you can you can drink it. Like, how's come home? Um, and all of that. And then studies have shown that as you get into your 30s and perhaps settle down and take on a mortgage and you're trying to climb the career ladder and you're trying to pay all your bills and perhaps you've young kids you oh burst God. into tears yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah because Describing that's my life. When, that's when life gets tough. And that's when your happiness is actually at its lowest. But what happens then So I'm is, in the dip. What? You're right you're right in the dip. And wow. life is hard then. Um and nobody tells you that. You're expected to kind of, aren't you lucky? Like, and, and you are lucky, but still it is, it is hard. And then what happens is as you go into your 50s and, and through your 50s, your happiness goes up against so your happiest years are actually your 60s and your 70s. So what, what preconceptions had you about life well, in your I mean, late 50s into your 60s a, a few woman, years ago? You were told like the predominant message that you will get as you get older is about anti-aging, which is the greatest fraud that was ever perpetrated against women. And it is something that is an absolute physical impossibility. You cannot anti-age. The only time you'll stop aging is when you're dead. Otherwise, we are all ageing. So that whole term is a complete misnomer. And it is a way of keeping women, number one, distracted by staring in the mirror and kind of working out. What are we trying to distract them from? Their power. Because I believe that as we get older, particularly women, you have all of this freedom that you haven't had for decades. Freedom from your biology, freedom from your children who should, if you have children, they should be now adults. They may not yet have fledged but they don't need you 24-7. You have freedom from the weight of other people's opinions. And that's a huge one. And I noticed that when I turned 40. And every decade since, I have cared less about other people's judgment of me, of what I look like, of what I'm, I'm doing with my life, of how I'm living my life. I actually am not looking for anybody's approval to do anything. And is that liberating? It's very liberating. It is hugely liberating. And also I think particularly again as women, I think we become braver as we get older because you stop fearing failure. By the time you get to 60, you'll have failed a few times along the way. Um, And you'll realise that like nobody died. 
most likely. And uh, it was grand. You picked up and you went on and you probably learned a fair bit from it. So you have this ability to kind of rise above things and have a more a bird's eye view, number one. Mm. And number two is you're not as afraid of failure. So that makes you much more willing to take chances and to be brave and to say yes to things that perhaps a decade or two before that you possibly wouldn't have done. What have you said yes to that you wouldn't have in your 30s? Well, the maddest thing I said yes to, which I kind of did because I got completely and utterly bushwhacked into it uh, by two uh, women, um, was in doing, which I which I said all the way up until I did it, I said, I'm not doing a comedy gig. I'm not a comedian. I'm not doing a comedy gig. But there's two women called... Uh, Orla Doherty and Val Troy, who've set up Funny Women in Ireland. And they were doing their first gig in Whelan's in June. And they came to me, they were having proper comedians, like proper regular comedians. Mm. And their sales pitch was, Barbara, we've women in their 20s and women in their 30s and women in their 40s. And we've, we, they're in their 50s. And they said, we'd love to have a woman in her 60s. Would you come along and do a few minutes? And I said, no, I'm not a comedian. There is no way you're getting me on a stage with real comedians to do anything. Anyway, they sweet talked me and kind of bullied me a fair bit mm. and I ended up saying yes. And then I forgot about it until the morning of it when I absolutely had a near nervous breakdown. And only I was yeah. rescued by my middle daughter who kind of kicked my ass and said, come on, we'll do this. Um, I went in and I did it and I was petrifying. I was as old, like I, I was old enough to be everybody's mother in there. Uh, I didn't even know where the stage was. I mean, I was completely and utterly. I got on stage and after about, I'd say, two minutes, I was thinking... I'm loving this. Really? This is great fun. Now, I I may or may not do it again. And oh, if I Barbara, do it again. you have to do it I again. I think I might do it again. Now, but I might be awful the next time, but I'm willing to, to give it a shot. I actually couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. I would have never done that um, in my 30s because not only would I be afraid of failing, I would have been afraid of what people thought like about me. I would have been afraid of embarrassing my kids. I would have been afraid yeah. of, you know, perhaps if you had a job, if somebody got to hear uh, you know, that you'd that done somehow this. somehow you weren't taking yourself seriously enough, is this? I think, well, no, you see, I think what happens, and again, I keep saying this particularly with women, but obviously I'm, I'm a woman, so I can only speak from that perspective. Yeah. But I do think that as women, we, I have felt that in the last five to maybe seven years, I have actually become who I really am. And that person is actually much more like who I was when I was younger. In other words, what happens is, you know, when life descends, you start to live your life because you have to watch all the other things that you are responsible for. But suddenly all that goes and you're very, there's this big connection between who I am now and the girl I was, say, at 15 or 16, who oh, was good. a bit of a I was going to say 15 or 16, because like, I thought we were still talking about people in their 20s. I really don't want to be like I was no, in my no, 20s no, again. No, before that, you know, before yeah. that. Um, and it's delicious. An unhealthy waster. <laughs> but it's delicious. And I think that we are told as we get that ageing is kind of the highway to death and disaster and disease yeah. and falling apart. And I do think it's important to look after your health. And I would be very conscious of that now in a way that I wasn't earlier in, in, in the earlier decades mm. of my life. But assuming that you can look after your health, then you have your, your 50s, your 60s and please God into your 70s are potentially the most creative, the most liberating and the most enjoyable decades of your life. And that's a message I want to get out 
particularly to women, because I think we can become so, uh, our confidence can be so shattered by this notion that, oh, as you get older, you become invisible. You know, men somehow manage to become silver foxes and they gain gravitas and they become elder statesmen and women just fail because they let their hair go grey and they've mm. loads of wrinkles and, you and know. And menopause happens and then it's kind of the final thing you've got to go through in life and then that's it. You and know? that nobody you talks to you about once you get through menopause. It is amazing. You were into this amazing period of your life and I'm on a mission to tell women that and to wake women up to that because do you know what? No matter what age you are, you should start planning for that. In other words, if you're in your, where you are, in your Forties, whatever, and the, the low bit. Nadir. Yeah, start dreaming now. Get yourself a little notebook and start dreaming of start all the dream, things you're going to do. Start dreaming of that post-menopause high. Yeah, once you get through your menopause, you'll I'll be, be just you, you'll be just flying it. Ah, uh, Kieran, when I was in my twenties, they told me life would begin in my forties, and now in my forties, you are saying it's your sixties. At this rate, my life and my life will never begin. Uh, Barbara would probably like to clarify: she never claimed life would begin at sixty. No, I never I, said life I, would I begin. That one, was you who said uh, that. Who suggested that? Um, did you? Did you ever have a kind of a crisis in confronting your own mortality as you got older? I hear. I'm I'm only 62. No, but did you not get to a point maybe in your 40s, uh, late 40s, where you realised, oh, I've probably, I've probably passed the halfway mark now? Not, not in my 40s. No, the decade I hated, the decade I hated turning most was my 30, turning 30. Oh, really? I absolutely hated turning 30 because I felt like my 20s were over. I felt like, you know, it was kind of that, that moment of waking up and going, is this it? Is this what, you know, after all the like looking forward and all the excitement about adulting (laughs) and being an adult, it kind of turned out to be, now I was a parent at that stage and I was a single parent. Um, so yeah, life was hard. And I, I remember kind of thinking, and I remember for my 30th, this is so tragic, for my 30th birthday, I went out to the local Chinese with my mother and two girlfriends. And I remember thinking, like, it was very nice and we had a nice yeah. meal and I'm very fond of my two but girlfriends who are still friends. I'm not but going I to dissuade you that That now. was very that tragic. tragic. So that was the decade <laughs> I really had a problem with. The rest of the decades, not so much. I mean, you are aware and certainly as you turn 50 and and then 60, you are aware of what I call the doomsday clock. Yeah. And it's a bit like the biological clock. And cl- and time moves faster Time as moves well. faster. Oh, it totally does. But that's great again because it gives you the incentive. Yeah. You know, like I published a book the year before last um, and that only came about because I suddenly realised if I want to write a book, I better start doing it. Like I'm going to run out of road and yeah. I still won't have it done. So it's a great incentive to do whatever it is. Stop putting things off. I now don't put things off. I live for the moment. If I want to do something, I'll do it. And I won't say oh, yeah, I'll do it in four years or I'll do it in two years yeah. or I'll do it when this happens because you don't know what's coming around the corner. And when you get to my age, you'll have lost friends along the way. It's a privilege to get older and to still be reasonably Healthy and yeah, well. I haven't come to terms with that now. The I mortality. Well, I do, and you know when I find the thing about time moving faster is when I meet people who I haven't met in a while with kids as well, and I realise how old their kids have gotten yeah. or something. And I just and I feel like, oh sure, it's not that long since I've seen you. What do you, you mean, mean your eldest is in <laughs> secondary school? <laughs> yeah. When I you re- start meeting people that you went to school with, and you suddenly go, 
oh my God, they're ancient. Oh, and then yeah, you realise, oh my God, they're the same age as I and, am. <laughs> Barbara, particularly those that haven't aged that well, yeah. you know, yeah. they re- then you really, you really feel, oh my God, is that, is that what I look? Do people look at me and see Or it's that? when you look in the mirror and you see your mother looking back at you, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh wow, okay, that's where so I am. So there's still these glim- brief that is, moments of you know, reality. That is, that is a really important point. And again, particularly for women, if you're going to focus in how, on how you look as you get older, because you don't look the same um, and you do look different and you the, the sooner you make peace with that and say this is how I look and you know my neck's going to start to look funny and it's going to start to look funnier as I get older but I'm not bothered about that because there's a million other things that I want to concentrate on and that's not one of them and don't buy into the absolute baloney that the cosmetic industry have 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 shaped in order to relieve us of our money and of our confidence and keep us quiet and passive All and right. afraid well, Don't I look. I that. look forward to the upswing. What? I look forward to the upswing in my outlook. <laughs> and listen, if you need to talk to anybody at any stage, Kieran, do you know? Barbara, thank you. I you appreciate always, it. You can, always, you can always text into um, so you think you're an adult. They have a great slot on they the do, Thursday. They do have a great slot and on they'd the be Thursday. Able to help you. Yeah, that Brendan has great advice. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Scully, author and broadcaster. Barbara, always a pleasure. Thanks, Thanks a million. million. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.